I was just thinking, like, all right, so let's let's assume that the Infinity Gauntlet is real, right? Yeah. What would you do? Just meet Henry Cavill. Henry Cavill. Or we're just or best friends. Or best friends. <laughs> <laughs> you get the, the power of the, the power of creation itself, and you use it just to become friends with Henry Cavill. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, or just you don't know, have lunch. Have That'd lunch be cool. With them once that's it. <laughs> just have lunch the best lunch. He doesn't have to like me. The best <laughs> lunch. lunch ever. Hey, welcome back to Pop Salsa. I'm your host, like always, Joe, accompanied by my good buddy Ernesto. Hey, how's it going? Uh, yeah, this week has been well. This how long has it been since the fucking strike? Cause oh god, th- those motherfuckers have to start thinking about other people. Like it, it like. It, <laughs> It didn't just like stop work for them. Like we we don't basically don't really have a lot to talk about except uh, well today we're going to talk about some sh- some shows we've watched. Um, yeah yeah yeah. Uh, I finally caught up on Andor, which came out a year ago, so timely on my end. <laughs> <laughs> better better late than never. Better you know? late exactly. Um, yeah. John Wick Four, which is which was. Mm. An interesting watch for me. Um, I, ca- I caught yeah. it last week. You said you you watched it when it came out, right? Did you go see it in theaters? Yeah. Or? Yeah, I saw it in theaters. Did you yo ho yo ho? Uh, yo. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah. Um, yeah. I guess so. And was it yesterday or Thursday? The Aquaman two trailer dropped, so we're gonna talk about that. I think a it was bit. Thursday. Yeah. 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 Um, but first things first, we lost a legend since last we recorded, Arlene Sorkin. Um, voice act, you know, talented voice act actress, you know, one of the best of all time. Mainly known in our circles for the original voice of Harley Quinn. Yeah, 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 yeah. And for those of you guys who don't know, uh, Harley Quinn originated like she first appeared in Batman the Animated Series back in '92 or '93, something like that. And for me, that was my Batman. I I, I remember you know sitting in front of the TV. Just watching Bat- the animated series. And so, you know, we lost Batman last year or early this year, right? Kevin Conroy. And now yeah. we lost our Arlene Sorkin. So I know there's four, you know, four major characters in that show. Uh, but who gives a fuck about Robin? Um, so, so now the only one we have left is um, is Mark Hamill, his Joker. Yeah, you know? yeah. Don't even don't even joke about that, man. <laughs> Yeah, and you actually wrote an article uh, a few years back, you know, comparing uh, the Harley Quinns. And what was the conclusion you came up with? Uh, Well, you know, nowadays people want to compare, like, this is the best Harley Quinn or this is the best Harley Quinn. But in reality, Arlene Sorkin was not only just the first Harley Quinn, which doesn't, you know, necessarily make her the best. Mm -hmm. It always depends on who you are. But she laid the groundwork of who Harley Quinn is and what Harley Quinn stands for, right? Like... Like you said, she appeared in the Batman animated series, but a lot of the character was based on Arlene Sorkin's past. Like she had she had comedy skits where she dressed like a clown and stuff, and she was just this free spirited character. And that a lot of that, <clears throat> excuse me, a lot of that essence went into Harley Quinn in every iteration. You know, she's the playful spirit who is looking for just you know a place in this world, and that's what Arlene Sorkin brought to us with Harley Quinn, and it just. Uh, you know, we've gotten to the point where a lot of the, our heroes, as Joel said all the time, that our heroes are, you know, going. And Arlene Sorkin is just one of those greats that are gone from us and never forget. 
Yeah, like, not to say that, you know, everybody else who's tackled that character has done, like, some sort of imitation on on Arlene Swanker's performance. But it's kind of hard not to, you know, at least, you know, borrow from what she did, you know, like she, like you said, she laid the groundwork to what that, for what that character is, her mannerisms, the way she talks and all that stuff. So it's like, how are you going to you put your own spin on something that's so fundamental to that character? You know, so that to yeah. me, even though, you know, like Tara Strong, again, another, you know, gr- great of the greats, she's voiced um, Harley Quinn in, in several projects and stuff like that. Uh, obviously, Margot Robbie in the live action. But to me, it feels like, Again, I don't want to say they're imitating, but they're trying to do the best Arlene Sorkin they can. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, I go and I'm not, this is not a plug for my article or I don't work for them anymore. But, you know, I go into that where each, each of these characters, these actresses, very talented actresses, they give their own spin to it. Mm -hmm. And it's, that's, it's not really an imitation. It's more of, you know, a, a flavor of it. And, but the foundation is, and will always will be, Arlene Sorkin's approach to it and um, without that foundation it's it's just you know just sucks lack of a better word it just it just sucks because uh, when she was here I I, I would very well believe that you know Tara Strong would ask her for advice you Mm -hmm. know how would Harley Quinn take this approach or you know or Margot Robbie would would do her research to get into the role and of course she would definitely drop by Arlene Sorkin and ask what her inspiration her mannerisms were and and it's the same with, you know, Batman, right? Now that there are going to be people who are going to take up the mantle of the Batman voice actor and uh, Kevin Conroy left massive shoes to fill and so did Arlene Sorkin. So, but it's, it's there, again, like Joel said, we're not trying to compare that Arlene Sorkin is the best, uh, but she was definitely the foundation yeah. of the character. She was the first. And you can't not. She was the first, <laughs> right. You can't not, not think about Arlene yeah. Sorkin's, you know, how her accent you, i can hear it now yeah right you know that, that <laughs> old schooly that you know 1940s 1950s way of talking yeah, <laughs> yeah like like yeah. unlike you know uh, uh kevin conroy like arlene sorkin basically had like a blank canvas to to work from you know that character was was brand new when she took she took on on the voice acting uh job but like with henry with not with henry cavill with uh kevin conroy yeah. You know, he had to do something that was, I want to say, like, far and beyond because, like, Batman had, had existed for 60 years at that point, you know, but then to become the voice yeah. of Batman, you know, it's like, holy shit, what do you do? But with Arlene Sorkin, she was just, like, right off the bat, you know? So, like, um, it, out of nowhere. Out of the nowhere. The character just, didn't exist. Exactly. Without, until she came into the picture, yeah. Yeah, yeah. and then Thank it you. was a lot to do with her performance that that, that character became as successful as, as it is today. Yeah, so um, Arlene Sorkin, we salute you, and we I guess we miss you. I mean, we never met her, so can can we say that we, we miss, <laughs> well, we, we miss yeah. her? We'll miss yeah, her yeah, voice, absolutely. right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Like uh, I try not to get choked, but you know, uh, last time we saw Kevin Conroy, we saw him twice mm-hmm. at a LA Comic Con. I think you and I did, and we went yeah. to two different panels. I think <laughs> just, we might have just to we see might him. have seen Arlene Sorkin as well on one of the panels, right? I, th- I think you're right. I, I think you're right. Yeah, but, you know, we saw him twice and just the idea of never again yeah. his voice again outside of the animated stuff or pre-recorded stuff, you know, it sucks. And, you know, Arlene Sark is, is another notch on that sucky list. Yeah, like, fuck. 
we gotta we gotta do something. I don't know, you know, sacrifice a goat or some shit so to keep Mark Hamill <laughs> as safe as we, we possibly can. Because like once he goes, we're losing two legends, two yeah. and one. You yeah, know, Luke, this year's I'll, been this year's yeah yeah. Obviously, Luke Skywalker and, and the Joker, but yeah, um, we thank we thank you, um, Arlene. You know, the voice your voices echo you know, through the memories of our childhood, you know, like when we think back, you know, that's one of the voices that, that we hear, which, you know, we're gratefully, we appreciate it uh, a bunch. All right. Yeah. Moving on to a little lighter news, if you say. Yeah. <laughs> Aquaman <laughs> 2 trailer. Yeah. Aquaman 2 trailer. Yeah. Drive. And uh, what'd you think? Um, I don't know what to feel about it. Yeah. I mean, it it feels like the first one to me. <laughs> you know, the stakes are high. The, <laughs> the kingdoms are are going to fall. They need a leader. And, and you know? <laughs> they need a leader, right? And he's, yeah. you know, he has other things going on. And He's a dad. Know, I, I don't Whoa. know. He's a dad. He's a dad. You know, yeah. <laughs> or some stuff like that. Not a lot of people like him. <laughs> and it's like, and then Black Manta's there, and I, I, I don't know. I didn't when I first watched it, the first Aquaman. I didn't really think much about it. I was like, mm-hmm. oh, cool, it's a bro movie. You know, he's screaming like it's it's Dragon Ball Z, and uh, Black Manta, which is a freaking cool design, cool character. You know, it's barely um, even used on paper. Like that. <laughs> yeah, on paper. <laughs> cool character, cool design, looking on paper. Uh, yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm right yeah. there with you. I'm to tentative to say I'm tentative is you know that's saying the least because the first one, I found it it was like way too corny for me. Like that yeah. was like like when when did it come out? 2017, right? Like the direct response to everybody saying, "Oh, the Zack Snyder verse is too dark. Let's lighten it up." I can barely see what the fuck. And then Aquaman <laughs> came out and it was bright and blue and funny and jokey and I just like eh, yeah. you know whatever okay but it was entertaining to say the least. They had some cool shots. It had some cool moments and stuff like that. But this trailer, yeah. like just yeah. like you said, it it's a lot like the first one. <laughs> it's, yeah. I feel like yeah, it's just it's, it's it's gonna like shoehorn in some jokes where it doesn't really fit. You know, it's, it's gonna lean a little bit more on the comedy aspect of it. It's just eh, okay, I guess you know. I mean, I've seen all yeah. of the Mar- the DC films. Why not? What's one more, right? <laughs> What's one more mind-numbing? That's that's my issue, though, is that Aquaman is one of the pillars of the Justice League, right? He's, exactly. he's arguably one of the those big players along with the, the big three. But in the first one, I, I just didn't like him as a character. You know, spoilers for Aquaman, in case you haven't seen it since it came out 2017. But Aquaman, movie. straight up... Yeah, five-year-old movie, right? Yeah. Aquaman straight up kills Black Man as a dad and then goes to the bar to drink with his dad. Yeah. And it's like, like he felt so sociopathic. You know what I mean? And, I, and I'm like, dude, you, you, you did this. Why are you so surprised he came back to try to kill you? Because if it feels the other way around, definitely it would. But but here, I, I and then Momoa's just, I don't know, man. He's a great person, you know, a great father, I think. And... Um, just overall great human being i'm sure uh but acting <laughs> yeah that's what he's, i was gonna say does he seem like too much of a bro like he's a bro like he's too he's easy to bro. he's too easy to get along with right yeah yeah and i feel like that's every role he plays he's yeah. either you know the the hulking badass 
uh, or just a jokey bro. And the first time I saw Momoa was actually Stargate Atlantis, mm. which was a TV show way, way back in the 90s. And he, he was that character. He was a bro. He was stoic. And he was <laughs> like, you know, I can get things done. Get out of my way. You know, stuff like that. Mm. And he, that's the same character he plays in every role. <laughs> yeah. Like if like the when when he isn't in life threatening danger in Dune, right? He's just palling around and stuff like that. I feel like like his he, he, <laughs> the first time you see him in Dune, he's like, Hey little brother, come here. You know what I mean? And it's like, wait, is this a sci-fi kind of deal? Yeah. And, he, and he doesn't a lot of scenes he doesn't have a lot of dialogue when he fights. Mm-hmm. Uh, spoilers for Dune. <laughs> spoilers for Dune, but the, his last stand. Uh, felt more emotive mm-hmm. than all of his scenes with dialogue. Okay, so do you think that modeling this version of Aquaman to fit Jason Momoa's character, you know, aside from it being the other way, where a char- an actor, you know, changes and morphs his, his personality and character into the specific role, do you think that's what, you know, the hang-up is? Just because, like, we've seen... well. Like you said, Aquaman is, is a pillar of the Justice League, right? And unfortunately, he's also like the joke of, of the Justice League, too. Because, also like, the joke. <laughs> what are you going to do? He, he bangs fish. <laughs> <laughs> like, we have, we're fucking battling, you know, space monsters in space. And uh, yeah. as long as 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 we're near water, then Aquaman could do his thing, right? <laughs> <laughs> Maybe summon a whale and stuff. But we have seen um, him be a complete and total badass, you know, especially like in in the Injustice storyline. So that's what I'm saying. Right, like, do right. you think maybe if they were given, um, I don't want to say like free reign for for Jason Momoa to be Jason Momoa rather than to actually channel some sort of you know vigor and anger and towards in becoming Aquaman. Yeah. Uh, now that you bring that up, I I feel like Aquaman's character is not... I When I say pillar, I mean like the distant pillar. <laughs> you know, like, he's not really a support. Wow. <laughs> support. He's just kind of there to look good. I mean, like... It's not a load-bearing it, it beam, reminds, right? <laughs> It's not a load-bearing beam, exactly. Because it, it's... I, 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 what is the equivalent for Marvel? I want to arguably say what Namor, uh, Namor, Namor, right? But yeah. that's a one to one, right? It's basically fish, yeah. fish, fish, fish. But in in Marvel's MCU right now, I feel like what Thor, right? Uh, Thor, maybe Black Panther, or maybe more of Thor because he's he's more of like no, I'm I'm thinking like he's part of two worlds mm, okay. and like thor thor you know he got banished to earth he met jane now he's kind of he's in love with jane who's also human but he's also asgardian right Mm -hmm. um black panther i don't think went through that either uh when it comes to those like two split between two worlds kind of thing no but i i don't picture even in the comics or even the cartoons aquaman being much of um like I, I, I imagine shakespearean kings when i think of aquaman you know or like uh uh, the the Capulets and the uh, I Romeo and Juliet, yeah, you know? the, the Montagues, thank Capulets, you, yeah, yeah, yeah you know, <laughs> and, and just that old English kind of thing, because I don't, I don't imagine him being being like much more of a higher dynamic than that. That I'm, I need to do what's best for my kingdom. That's really it. Yeah, that's that, that's that's the only avenue I I can picture. Yeah, it. definitely, it feels like you know when you know 
70 years ago when the, the higher-ups at DC were sitting around trying to come up with the Justice League. We're like, we need something to round out the team, right? We got a, a flying <laughs> space alien, a, a, a detective, a, 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 a fucking immortal god woman. It's like, what, yeah. what do we need? We need something else, right? To round it out. It's like, what about fish? Uh, <laughs> roll with it. Let's like, go. Damn it, Steve. <laughs> damn it, Steve, with you and freaking fish. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Just a... Yeah, it's um like even because Namor is not a pillar no, of the uh, Avengers, right? Because it's of because he doesn't feel very. I mean, even in Marvel standards, he's very well faceted, right? Mm-hmm. There's a lot of if ands or buts, but he's not a pillar of the Avengers, at least not that I know of. Yeah, but I don't think Aquaman so. is a pillar <laughs> of the Justice League, right? Like his statues there in the League of Ju- of when uh you know the Young Justice show up, there's statues of all of them, and he's one of them. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, right? definitely. And, but I feel like he, so, his, his statue is towards the back. The back. He's the one that kind of messed up the name, but, you know, towards the Yeah, end. there's definitely Aquaman. Like, uh, Aquaman, like that character inherently, like you already start off kneecapping him. Like there, 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 is, yeah. there is no offense on what's about it. So would the question be like, should have Aquaman have gotten his own film, you know, his own movie series? Or well, would he have just on. been like the, the the background character, you know? I I think he should have got his movie uh-huh. because he is a pillar, not a load bearing pillar, but you know a pillar, a nonetheless. pillar nonetheless, a decorative pillar, um, a decorative pillar where they hang Christmas decorations. Yeah, on. Nothing too heavy, but with but you know <laughs> too, no, too heavy. But no, it's uh that's the direction of the movies though. Mm-hmm. It, now you mentioned it's they give these characters a movie, but they don't really make him a, a massive part of the the world, right? And the movies show it. Aquaman one uh, didn't feel like it, it, it didn't feel like well, it had, probably had stakes, right? It's the whole world and stuff. But it didn't feel like it, it's just a roller coaster. Mm-hmm. You just go on once and just forget about it. You know, you don't. It's fun, and then you get off, and you don't think about it. And Aquaman Two feels like that, where it's it's like, oh, this is cool. What's what's the issue of the week? You watch <laughs> it, and it gets resolved probably at the end. Like, all right, cool, and then you leave, and there's Aquaman. Yeah, spoiler you know, alert. And that's really it. Aquaman wins yeah, at the end. Yeah. Yeah, spoiler, spoiler. He learns nothing. <laughs> he learns nothing at the end. Yeah, he wins though, and he he wins. It, it is interesting to see that they're giving uh, Black Manta uh, a bigger role. You know, have him be the the arch nemesis of. Damn of right. Yeah, and one thing we were talking about a little bit before we started recording was that that the the Black Trident that kind of feels like a recent thing, right? It's not like they yeah. they 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 found some some Aquaman issue from like 1966 or something buried underneath a bunch of garbage and they saw it, it might have been Black Manta <laughs> with a fork and they're like fuck it let's roll with it you know give him a, give him his own, his own <laughs> trident yeah yeah if they want to sell comics and this is just not even in the story anymore but if they want to sell comics they want to do recent stuff mm-hmm. so this feels like a fairly recent accessory and it makes sense I mean. He has a gold trident. Here's a black trident. You know, and it's, um, <laughs> yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Harkens yeah. back to what you were saying. Where uh, in the '90s, the villains were literally cut and paste from the from the the, <laughs> the, the heroes. <laughs> yeah, I remember. Uh, I was talking about like Flash. What's his enemy? Reverse Flash, and it's like the oh, the colors are backwards or something like that. And yeah. then I don't remember Wonder Woman's. What is it really? Just uh, Tigr? Was it Tiger? Tigress. Tig- the- Tigress, right? Yeah. Is that really it? 
I think and so. That, that like feels the big major. It's like like a furry. Yeah. <laughs> like just, uh, <laughs> you know, furry. that's oh, Amazon Amazonian's weakness is like an untamed woman or something. I don't like. <laughs> yeah, I mean, like all in all, it just it just feels like the DC EU now, right? The DC Extended Universe. Yeah. It's just like it's it, it started off with a big pile of shit, and it it's it's still struggling. Like you know, like you could polish a turd, but it's still a piece of shit. And that's what Blue Beetle was and Flash were, right? Well, hold on. <laughs> Blue Beetle at least was cohesive. At least. Uh, the Flash. The Flash of. was like a CGI nightmare. And yeah. then you have Super Superwoman or uh, Supergirl. And she's like, whoa, this movie just got better. <laughs> and then it becomes like another CGI mess. So it's like, it's a shit sandwich. Yeah, it, 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 I mean, like, okay, Blue Beetle was, I give you that, was a, li- a, little, a little bit more coherent than, than the Flash. But they were still pretty, like... Not oh, yeah. something to where you're. It's like, all right, I feel like this is a solid foundation to to continue building, right? No, no. Yeah, and it's a B. It's a B character movie, and if it, it's it felt like a B character movie because it's that's what the character is. You know, you yeah. don't give a B character movie to Aquaman. <laughs> you try not to, but it feels like a B character movie. Yeah, it's um, I just it, I, I kind of wish like okay, maybe. If they would have continued Aquaman the way Zack Snyder was describing him, right? Remember, like, way back in the way back when he was talking about, you know, bringing the Justice League together and stuff like that. And they put him on the spot to defend Aquaman. And he said, like, oh, the Trident can actually cut Superman's skin and stuff like that. You know, something crazy where you didn't think, like, was is it actually, you know, could it actually happen? Could he actually be, you know, the secret badass that, that we all laughed at and mocked at throughout our childhoods and stuff I, like that? I mean, you guys, I was the Aquaman of my high school. I was the, <laughs> the weird fish. Um, no, I, 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 I don't give a shit. You know? That doesn't even, that. but that doesn't add, like, him, like, Shazam could fight Superman. And yeah, that doesn't true. make Shazam's character even, you know, even, I'm thinking about just, just character arc in general, right? Like, you can beat Superman, sure, but what does that give to your character? Are you still the the king of atlantis defending it or are you like a conflicted character are you a bat you know it's a when bat. you have batman <laughs> are you a bat or you, you, yeah right because yeah. if you have batman for example and he's 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 been done to death you know mm. but he's very multifaceted yeah he's the he's the reluctant hero he's the one who takes off the mantle of dark knight to become that demon that everyone hates but it's what we need at the moment Right, and then you have you know Wonder Woman, who's who's literally split between two worlds with Trevor, and you have her with Themyscira, but also she's a she has that she's Princess Diana, so she has to lead her people at some point, right? And then you have Superman, who's also split between two worlds. <laughs> it's a Kryptonian and her, his upbringing uh, with you know Mama and Papa Ken. A lot of these characters are like split between two worlds. Yeah. Now that I bring it up, but then you have Aquaman, who's also split between two worlds, but he tends to lean more often than not towards the Atlantean side. And I and that's there there's the conflict. That's really it uh, other than if you make him against Amazonian's characters, right? And then there's a bigger even conflict with that. But that's still war for war's sake is Aquaman just a, a warrior king? Is that really Cuz like uh, sorry, I, I know this is long long long-winded, but like Black Panther wanted to marry Storm and he chose to go back to the throne because he you know thought of his people over his love life right mm-hmm. and that that feels that feels more manageable but here it's like Hera's Atlantean oh she's hot I'll stay with Atlantis <laughs> you know and, and, and it's like it, it's 
it's like his character is just one-sided it doesn't really it he's he's born of two worlds but became a king yeah i mean it's yeah. it's kind of hard to be like to focus on the the two worlds aspect when like you said he's the king and i feel like that is what brings extra responsibility for him to to focus more on the atlanteans right because here on yeah. earth he ain't shit like on on dry yeah. land he he ain't, yeah. <laughs> he he ain't shit so when he's when he's his, yeah. when he's swimming around you know that's when he feels like that's his responsibility is and like you said with uh black panther right he's also king right king of wakanda yeah. so choosing his kingly responsibilities over you know like like in black panther's case his love life that would feel like that's more of a conflict that aquaman should be facing face to face no something that, that i'm not saying like about his love life or anything like that but i'm saying that's something that we're actually challenging challenges him right yeah you have you, yeah you you're, have you're, a, i mean you're right i'm sorry i'm sorry i don't mean to cut you off but you're right the water aspect mm -hmm. it feels like it's a different world yeah yeah so sorry <laughs> <laughs> no like that that summed up what i what i was uh, saying to but like you you had mentioned Hera, and it's funny though like all the reports were coming out seeing that um they're wanting to cut uh, the Hera character as much as they possibly can. And then the trailer is literally like two frames. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just like, I'm a family. Where's the mom? <laughs> you know, it's like, it takes two, baby. Yeah, yeah it's, uh, two it's super cringe. Uh, yeah, it takes two to yeah. tango. Uh, unless like, since they are, you know, technically fish people, do they reproduce like fish do? <laughs> I imagine like she just, the Futurama episode. Yeah, she just squirts she out her eggs and then he just comes up and jizzes on them and then they both die. <laughs> or is it more like... Oh, they're, or there's salmon now? <laughs> okay, you, you went from salt water to fresh water and it's, confu and it's confusing me that I know that. <laughs> well, the, the Futurama episode like sums it up perfectly. Also Futurama. Yeah. Also Futurama. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, but but you know what I mean, right? Yeah. It's I, I how about I ask you this. Do you feel like I I don't want to say DC's characters, but you only feel like Aquaman is just that one character that isn't really you can't really make anything of, you know, because you bring up Jack Snyder and uh yeah, it's cool he can beat up Superman, but that's that's really it. Like you want to add to the character? Like, oh, what would you Zach do Snyder? to make him more? You said, oh, Zach, you, you Zach said Snyder? Jack Snyder. Oh, is that Jack Snyder? Whoops. Yeah. Sorry, that's Snyder. his distant brother. <laughs> his evil twin. His evil twin. <laughs> I'm Jack Snyder. I made a funny Justice League. <laughs> wow. Uh, but yeah, I feel like uh, yeah, I get what you're saying. Where it's like. A character whose sole, sole power and sole reason for existence depends on him being in water kind of writes yourself into a corner, right? Mm. Like, the times we've seen him were in, like, Injustice, he he is like that. He takes that king mantle a lot more seriously. But he isn't, yeah. like, him on its own, right? Like, you know, Superman showed a, uh, had him a show of force and just literally lift, lifted Atlantis, Atlantis off out of the water, you know? So it's like, how much can you possibly do? But... To some extent, yeah. I feel like maybe they should have him be that like that warlord king. Why not give him just fucking make him a, a fucking terror, just straight out of the back, yeah. just destroy. And then like what um, they were trying to do in, at the end of the first one, right? That the the oceans were rising, and they were like, "Fuck it, you know, you guys have littered and done a bunch of stuff to us. Now it's our turn. Why not just fucking run with it? Like where else are you gonna go? What possibly what more, more possible thing can you give to Aquaman to have him be like an actual <laughs> interesting and threatening character? 
to make him a villain essentially basically make him yeah that sucks i mean you're right that would be cool uh, that would that would be cool but he's not he's <laughs> you not. know what i mean he's not he's not and it sucks because the only way i at least we can really see aquaman developing as a character is making him a villain and even then he sounds like a one-sided villain you know <laughs> i'm protecting my land and it, and it's like yeah, yeah, it's it's tough. I mean, it, I, I don't I, I could see that or I could just see him being isolationist. Yeah, but still, that's still that's I don't know. Yeah, I mean, it, neither, so where, where are your expectations? Because mine are not that high. Like, oh, mine's about the same. Yeah. For the first one, like, to be fair. Yeah, it's, it's probably going to be fun. There's probably going to be funny bro moments. Probably Momoa getting angry like, hey, get away from my wife or something like that or. And then and then it wraps in a bow. At the end. Yeah, <laughs> I feel like that's the yeah. exact same way. And like we've heard, like how many rounds of, of reshoots that they do, and <laughs> excuse me, and, and considering where the the state of the DCEU is at the moment, again, does not raise a lot of hopes for for Aquaman two. Yeah, it's um, thankfully or, or unfortunately, unfortunately, depending on who you're asking, this is the last movie of the previous regime, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah, because it's the Flash, and then Blue Beetle, and then uh, Aquaman. Aquaman. That, that was, those were the three movies in development, be, like forever. Yeah. <laughs> like they didn't know where to bring it. So, this is the last of the last of the last regime, right? Yeah, and it's kind of making me. Am I missing one? No, I think that's it. Like Batgirl was canceled, so that that never happened. Oh. <laughs> um, but what I'm saying is, like, it kind of makes me feel like maybe it wasn't a good idea. Or maybe James Gunn should have just started at zero. Mm. Like, why not? Why not just fucking recast everybody? Yeah, uh, no. I mean, they already had it shot up. You know what I mean? Yeah. It would. I feel like it would have cost more money to reshoot. Uh, I mean, just the house is crumbling. You have a bunch of duct tape, <laughs> James. So just try your best and maybe hide it and sell it as quickly as you can <laughs> and then get out a, of town. Slap a coat of you know paint I mean? on it and then boom. Yes, yeah, that's what I feel like the other movies were. The Flash, the Flash, he came in, it was like a mess and mm-hmm. it finally got out. Just get it out of here. Mm-hmm. And same with Aquaman. Right? Blue Beetle, um, arguably was a little bit of a mess because it was going to be VOD first, right? Mm-hmm. And then they made it into a movie and that worked out somewhat. So, um, yeah, same yeah. with Aquaman. Just just slap a new paint job on it, you know. Yeah. Uh, dial the <laughs> dial the gas number back so that it's not so high or whatever gas the, speedometer. I, I, the quicker I, that movie's that. in the rearview mirror, the better, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly, <laughs> okay. exactly. So like, right. as soon as the people come in and move in, they're like, and then the house collapses. Yeah. yeah. This analogy sucks. No, but no I mean it's it's, it's a perfect one. You know, like caveat emptor, right? Buyer beware, just. Get it out, <laughs> or moving on as fast as as fast as we can. But like, what I'm saying is like after that, right? All right, we're we're done. Mm. The oh, done of the previous yeah, yeah. regime, just a hundred percent start over. Just recast yeah. everybody top to bottom. Do your own spin, and I feel like yeah. with Henry Cavill leaving, he was like the actual pillar of the Zack Snyderverse, right? The Snyderverse. I feel yeah. like it, it should have just led to a mass exodus. Everybody. And then have James Gunn to really give it his own flavor and his own spin on things and stuff like that. Because, like, to some extent, it's still going to have that stink on it, right? Like, if he he continues to use uh, The Flash, if he continues to use Aquaman, Wonder Woman, it's still going to be like, oh, look, you know, it didn't really work out for them before. And now they're struggling. And 
hopefully they don't become you know secondary characters because you know how like right, James right. Gunn loves to, to to dip into the to the well of the unused characters so yeah yeah Shazam I forgot about that yeah Shazam was another character mm-hmm. but yeah you're right uh, it's uh it's it's hard not to imagine Momoa or uh, Gal Gadot uh, being part of two worlds, <laughs> you know, the Snyder verse, and then uh, the Wheaton, arguably, you know, the Josh kind of weird one, and then another world, one, and yeah, the another world. <laughs> so, yeah, it's uh, but we have Superman Legacy to look, to look forward yeah. to. I think that's the next one, right? Mm, yeah. 2025, right? Right, yeah, 2025. Yeah. Next year is going to be, I think, dead with DC films. I don't know uh, on yeah. the MCU, I haven't really looked into that, but for sure, I think. Especially uh, with the strike going on, it's definitely gonna be. Fuckers. We don't know what anything's going Get on. Get shit together. Some <laughs> of us need to have need to have content for a hobby. We do. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's uh, let's talk about Andor. Andor. Yeah. Dun, 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 dun. Andor. Spoilers. Spoiler alert. Spoiler. With again Spoilers. a show that came out a year ago, um, <laughs> but. I don't know why I was so reluctant on, on watching it. Like, I had tried when it, when it, the series first wrapped. Like, that's my thing. I love watching, binging shows. So, I generally, yeah. like, you're... are you then? Oh, I don't care. <laughs> Shit. Fuck it. Um, uh, do you like... I mean, um, it's a, yeah. You're current on Ahsoka, right? Oh, yeah. So, I, I haven't yeah, seen, I I haven't seen anything of Ahsoka, aside from, like, the headlines and stuff like that. Um, so, I finally yeah. decided to, like, fuck it. Let me, let me sit through this... Um, through Andor, and it, unlike the other, you know, Star Wars shows, it's pretty fucking long. It's 12 episodes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Was a, oh, yeah. I was, like, at episode six, and, like, all right, I think I'm, I'm probably wrapping it up, and then I checked the, 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 <laughs> the episode list, like, oh, damn, I'm not even halfway through. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 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 Um, so, you had told me that the, the, the show was brutal, right? In what sense yeah. did you find the show brutal? In what sense? Yeah, like my my brutality meter. Yeah, what? Where's your bru- <laughs> brutality meter? So uh, my brutality meter. So kitten, which is the you know the lower tier of the brutality meter. It's like um, brutality. You know, pushing them down, beating people up. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. probably the lower tier. The higher tier is psychological torture. Mm-hmm. You know. Clockwork Orange, where they're you know you 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 not not to the extent of assault, yeah. <laughs> mind you, but like you know oh, having your eye, having your eyes pried open while you watch this and like uh, orchestras playing, you know that kind of psychological torture, mm-hmm. because I know that it will affect the character further down the line. Yeah. You know, a, a, a loud bang will will have them huddle in fear, mm-hmm. and then you're instantly transported back to that torture. Right? It's a torture that keeps on giving, and stuff like that. Yeah. And um, Andor has that in a scene. Has that that level of of mm. psychological torture? Yeah. Okay. I don't know if you reached that part no, yet. Yeah, I finished this. I finished yeah. the, the, the. Oh, you yeah. finished it, right? Yeah. So it's when uh when the Andor's uh old x yeah or x or well they're trying to take it find in. the information right and they they, they bring yeah. in the the fuck they call it the inspector or some shit the doctor whatever yeah, the, the, the doctor probably something nazi yeah you know who would call who would call an in, the, an interrogator a doctor the liberator <laughs> <laughs> the liberator right <laughs> yeah <laughs> or something something we're calling you know the healer or something, <laughs> or, or something like that yeah and just the whole background on what they're forcing these characters to listen to is like we 
I don't remember a verbatim, but like we, the the Imperials recorded the screams of the children as they were killed, oh, God. and found out that the screams had a psychological effect on whoever listened to it, because the people who were causing the genocide were going insane oh my God. as they were killing these kids. So they recorded it. And they used it as an interrogative method. Where'd you where'd so, you get this like, information from? From the scene. Really? If someone was listening to oh, it, shit. yeah, from the scene. I must not be you, you not attention. only see you, you well, you see the one who was subject to it before. It's such a mm-hmm. great scene. Uh, you see the one who listened to it before, and he's a drooling mess on the floor. And then he died after that because you know just what he heard was so traumatic. And then you know uh, the the interrog- the healer uh, the doctor comes in, puts the headphones on the chick. And you don't hear it. It's muffled, but you see her expressions and it's getting yeah. even more distorted and distorted and distorted. And that's like, God, what are they listening to? <laughs> I don't, you know, it's horrible. It's, it's horrible. Yeah, that, 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 yeah, like, how the fuck did I not pay attention to that? Because, like, because <laughs> as I was watching the show, I was like, all right, he says it's brutal. Yeah. Let me see it. Where, where are some brutality here? Hmm. And then as, as I was watching, the, as, like, the episodes progressed, like, it all seemed pretty standard, you know, war, you know, all, all unfair and, with war. And that's basically what this is, right? It's a rebellion. Yeah. And, you know, obviously because we have some sort of um, fascination with World War Two, you know, like, the, the research I've done and stuff like that, the documentaries I've seen, it, uh, it has focused on, like, the res- resistance, like, in France and stuff like that. So... It, it, yeah. I'm not saying that, oh, you know, it's it's like a, a walk in the park. But when I was I was like, okay, it's not as brutal as I thought it was going to be. I thought he was going to be like betraying people back left and right, you know. Just, oh, they just, have that scene. They have that scene where they're they're robbing the, I don't know, the stockade or yeah, something. The, or I forget what the, it's called. The, um, yeah. Uh, the, the armory. They, where they keep all the, the armory. Yeah, they keep the all the payroll. <laughs> <laughs> they, they keep all the imperial payroll. Yeah, uh, they, they robbed the armory, and that that crate crushes the dude's back. And the first yeah. thing he says, "I can't feel my legs," you know, <laughs> and, and, he, and like that, that's. And then and then you think he's gonna survive because mm. it's Star Wars, right? It has to be happy. He dies on the table. Yeah, he dies. That, that's and again, then the that, guy before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, well, the, and then the guy before is like, "Let's run with the money." He gets shot. You, get, you yeah. know, <laughs> it's, there, yeah. And it's like back to back executions. <laughs> the, it, it, don't get me wrong. It, it, there are a lot of like fucked up shit, yeah. but like yeah, yeah. again, that's all yeah. you know folded in within the the same par for the course. Yeah, par for the course. Par exactly. The course. So I was expecting yeah. something yeah. that was going to be like extra traumatic, extra brutal, extra well, horrific. You know. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like, yeah. For a Star Wars film, mm-hmm. like. For definitely Even the hanging, definitely for Star for, Wars, definitely it's like a step in the whoa. What, where the fuck did this come from? <laughs> yeah. yeah, it's a. I, I think one, another scene uh, you you might have overlooked. Oh Jesus, <laughs> was where where he talks about his dad and how his dad was also a Cassian, you know, a, 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 a not yeah Cassian's uh-huh. dad. Oh, because he was adopted, right? He was taken from that planet. Yeah, and adopted. He was Minerva and adopted. He was, he was kidnapped. <laughs> adopted, right? He was kidnapped. Like, hey, little boy. He has Stockholm <laughs> syndrome, man. Come on, <laughs> Stockholm syndrome. Yeah, it's pretty bad. <laughs> um, but uh, they talk about the the father figure, mm-hmm. right? And then they say, like, you know, what happened to your father? And then they quickly cut to a, a square where they hung people. Mm-hmm. And it's it's out of out of World War Two. Yeah. Right? You know, it's out of you know, they're just missing the the cardboard, the necklace that says traitor mm-hmm. or something on their freaking or like or, or, or sympathizer. 
played and they, they were hung in the square yeah right and and it's uh and, and then the mom i think vaguely remember the mom saying that it took her days for her her for the dad's body to thaw or Oof. the dad's body to uh get off because it was like i think winter and to try to get the body out yeah like, off from being hung right it took her took her days yeah it's, like it's, it's it's definitely like you said uh, like compared to like the normal yeah. you know oh my god the emperor Star Wars to <laughs> like actual lightning, yeah, actual boots on the ground. You know, like the no, the normal everyday people having to to deal with the the empire's um, to live under the empire's tyrannical thumb, and and like that's the stuff that I was like I was that really like caught my attention was like the the power place, right? Yeah, one little thing that happened on this distant remote planet, and then the shockwaves, how it <laughs> reverberated throughout the the entire empire, right? And then like when he ends yeah. up getting arrested and thrown in jail for literally nothing, you know. Well, I was like, "What the hell is that?" About? <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I never screamed so loud for that imperial chick. I forget her name. Uh, the mommy imperial chick to get like dragged out into a mob. Yeah. To get killed. I was like, "Yeah, freaking kill her!" Like, freaking. <laughs> they dragged her out. She's trying. To sh- she's trying to shoot them. They smack the gun, like the blaster, out of her. It's, it's very real. Mm. I, I, I suppose brutality, especially coming from World War Two uh, snob like you and me, <laughs> uh, brutality isn't really a, a right word, but. Uh, real yeah especially for star wars i would yeah i would definitely agree with you though the reality of this stuff because like yeah. you said like we're both um enthusiasts of, of the world war ii but just because you know that happened 80 years at this point doesn't mean it's not happening now like you go to war-torn countries and, and people who, are, who would look at you know real situations that that cassie and andrew was in uh, involved in and, be, and laugh at them like ha this what well, he's gonna go rob a fucking uh, an armory that's child's play you know i'm sure somebody out there in the world exists now at this point right so yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. seeing the parallels of of you know bringing in more real life situations into a star wars property which was which what really what blew my mind i was like holy shit this is this is real like you said it's 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 legit and yeah. i'm, I'm yeah, it's uh, the whole time i was watching it i was thinking back to to um to Rogue One and the scenes he was having, yeah. right? He was like, "Oh, you don't know, you yeah. don't know what rebellion is. You don't know that the, the shit I had to do, the family, basically members, <laughs> you know, like all the shit he lost." And and as as I was as I like the storyline was progressing in Endor, I was like, "All right, that's pretty fucked up, right?" Now where where's he gonna show it? And I feel like that's probably gonna come in season two, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So something where he he shows what to what extent he does, mm-hmm. and like. Yeah, I remember the first episode. You go to a red light district. <laughs> <Literally, laughs> like, right. That's already out of Star Wars, where you're he's going down a red light district and he kills someone, and there's no like, you know, in a typical Star Wars film, yeah. he just drops, and the d- other dude breaks his neck. Yeah, right. and it, it's like, like this is John Wick in Star Wars. <laughs> oh, like, what is John this? Wick. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Um... And the acting and like just the, the talent of everyone else is just it lends so much like it, it doesn't it doesn't feel like your typical Star Wars. Yeah, that kind of thing. That scene where um Skarsgard's character, um mm-hmm. when he, he goes in and speaks to the mole he has I love him so much. Yeah, he's a really yeah. good fucking actor. But when he goes speaks to the to the his the mole he has in the Empire, right? In in the higher ups of the Empire, and he's like 
oh, I've, I've sacrificed this much for to help you. What have you done? And he's like, what have I done? And he goes on this monologue about like, he, he lives a life he knows he can't enjoy. He, he, he sacrificed, you know, like all this shit that he sacrificed for the fight. And it's like, yeah, man, I fucking agree with you. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, his character, there's a, there, oh, I love it. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That scene exactly, where he, exactly, he gives up exactly. the, the other freedom fighter with Saul Guerrero. Remember, yeah. he's like, oh, I'm because a, it's a threat. Because it's a, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's an ambush, and he gives yeah. him up. He's like, oh, and then at the before he leaves, Saul's like, you lose the battle to win the war, right? And he's like, yeah. And then they they both came to that understanding where it's like he's you know the freedom fighter we gave. I don't remember his name, but the freedom fighter we gave up. I'm sure they've been through war together. You know, they've had countless of of a conflict with each other. You know, shit that really cements yeah. bonds, right? We hear that yeah. now. Like people come back from the military and and they're like, oh, it's, it's the brotherhood or the family that I that I made over there is not there's nothing compared. So. I'm sure there's an aspect to that, and then them just being like, "All right, he has to go." Yeah, holy yeah. Shit. We don't we don't see that like, and then you you watch the Star Wars the original trilogy, and it's so it's so free, so tame. Yeah. it's it's so tame, you know. <laughs> we're we're fighting evil and tyranny while Andor people are getting hung, people are getting tortured. You <laughs> don't see that uh, that underlining. Uh, uh, Scarzar's character, uh, last thought on him, mm-hmm. where where he first goes to the shop on Coruscant, which is essentially the lion's den, right? Mm-hmm. That's Berlin. Right. That's that's essentially uh, Nazi Germany. Mm-hmm. And um, the fact that he comes in, he has this very, very sad face, you know, a very like, you know, I've seen shit face. And then when he turns around, he's smiling. Yeah, he turns he, he's it on. expressive. He turns it on. And it's like, yo, like, you have to have this face to avoid suspicion. It's like, how can you not smell the corpses burning mm-hmm. over the hill? kind of thing right yeah. and you kind of you have to you have to bring that face to be able to you know help the rebellion and that's just that's what it reminded me of 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 him turning it on because just and every the empire has eyes everywhere yeah right like even the even the driver for mon mothma is like are you my driver they've changed it twice yeah, right yeah hope that she wouldn't notice a little side note <laughs> like, um well one of the scenes where where they were in his shop it was mon mothma and uh his assistant because he wasn't there, right? Yeah. And they were talking, and yeah. they were literally. It was the assistant on the le- on the right side, Mon Moth, Mon Mothma, Mothra. Yeah, Mon Mothma. Mothma. Yeah. Mothra. Yeah. <laughs> on the left. Mothma. And then it, the, there was an Aztec calendar in front of him as they were talking. Yeah. There was no acknowledgement to it or anything. But like, oh, this is <laughs> this, this is some <laughs> artifact from some you know you know whatever you know distant race or some shit in a war torn <laughs> whatever. But it was cool just to see you know. They had the the yeah. acid calendar there. I was like, oh look, look at that. That's awesome. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. That's yeah. cool, Joe. I'm glad you. I'm glad yeah. you that's the that. representation I want. You know. <laughs> <laughs> um, so overall, what would you think? Oh, high high, high praise. Yeah. Um, uh, highest of praises. Yeah, I'm right there. Ten? Like, oh, cool. I was gonna say like nine point five, but for sure, yeah. Yeah, nine nine four five nine. Yeah, yeah. definitely, it's, it's definitely up there. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Let's uh, wrap this up and talk a little bit about John Wick 4. John Wick. Bump, bump, bump. Spoilers again. His name. We're going to spoil the shit. It's John Wick. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I thought you were going to say Baba Yaga. Baba or Yaga, no. Uh, no, yeah, right. His name is John Wick. Um, John Wick. So John Wick. I had, I had the, the opportunity the to rent this film last week, so I didn't get to see it in the theaters, but I've seen all of, I saw the Fern. I actually haven't seen any of them in theaters. I think I saw the, I've seen them all, you know, VOD, so 
Whoa, look at you. Money, saving money. (laughs) Uh, But goddamn John Wick 4. Holy shit. Um, To talk about like ridiculous, I don't think it it feels like that's a strong enough word. I'm not saying like it's ridiculously bad or anything like that. I just feel like it's so over the top for me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Like we had. Yeah, it's, it's. we had talked a little bit about this and like as I was watching the film, you know, I, I couldn't help but think about my dad because he loved action films. And we saw uh, the first three. Uh, we saw we saw them together. And, uh, you know, because of the nature of these films, he was in love with them and stuff like that. But it got to a point where some films where even he didn't believe it. He's like, really, all these fucking people and they can't kill them. <laughs> <laughs> and I feel like this movie would have fallen in that car- in, into that catalog. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it it sucks that we're not living in the '90s. You know, not not to say your dad was mind-numbingly violent in terms mm. of the movies he watched, but you know, mind-numbingly violent in terms of the movies that we watch. Yeah, um, a lot of it's like you have no idea how many times I would watch or rewatch Lethal Weapon and be like, "Yo, how are these two still alive?" <laughs> like, you know, or even Rambo, yeah, or even Commando, Predator, or even uh, Commando. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, a lot of these '90s yeah. films, and and it's funny that John Wick, the '90s, is alive and alive. well. Yeah, and the, John the Wick, late '80s yeah. and early ni- '90s films is alive and well. The John Wick, like one film that does a spoof of this perfectly, is uh, Hot Shots. I don't know if you've seen Shots. Hot Shots with um, no, no. Charlie Sheen. He he plays like the oh like the uh, fucking. Is that Rambo kind of a... Yeah, like a Rambo-esque, you know, like an Apocalypse Now type of character. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that the scene where he sees his dad? Yeah. Where they're in the different boats? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 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 It's like, yeah. It's he's a, going somewhere. Yeah, he's he, it's his dad on the, the PBR in Vietnam, and they're like basically <laughs> just just pass each other and stuff like that. You know? Yeah. So, it, was it... He was reprising his role from Apocalypse yeah, Now. From Apocalypse right? Now. Yeah, from Apocalypse Now. Yeah, that's from Apocalypse Now. So I feel I like those that. two uh, Hot Shots and Hot Shots Part Deuce, it, those are like over the top and ridiculously how funny they parody these type of films. But John yeah. Wick, it just started off like with the action and it didn't stop until like an hour and a half in when there was like a, a, a brief, you know, oh, let's talk moment, right? <laughs> I remember we talked about it, and uh, you sounded out of breath explaining it to me. Yeah. First of all, but you also like, come on, give me some exposition. You never say that in the movie. <laughs> no, but like, no, come on, give me I need, I what's needed, what's going on? I need, like, I need, I need a break. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I need a break from the from the from the balls to the walls action. Yeah. It's um, and it was funny though because like we had taken a break from edibles for you know trying to reset our tolerance right so we decided that we're fucking you know let's rent the movie grab some food and let's get high watch it you know it's gonna be awesome holy shit that's i feel like that's what made made me feel like the anxiety and like the non-stop action i was having was like oh my god this is this was just too much it was yeah. awesome though. Yeah. it was an awesome movie though but it was just oof. yeah it in terms of my john wicks mm-hmm. uh, i i Okay, just a quick rundown. One, great, mm-hmm. right? Fantastic. First movie, of course. Second one, okay, what's going on? Third one, whoa, tone it down, man. <laughs> and then the fourth one, eh, all right, I'll, I'll take it. Tone it down. Because it's like one step yeah. below, yeah. It's a toned down a bit. Not too much, but a bit enough. Because in the second one, if you remember, he's like, he has, a, I think, a Borelli shotgun. And he's mowing down 50 people. Mm. Or, or he's in an art installation. And there's like wave one know, of many like scenes Brannigan. one of many fighting scenes yeah. in an art uh, ex, you know fart 
in an art, not a fart, in an art, uh, <laughs> artsy fartsy yeah. kind of a, yeah, you know, he's like Zap Brannigan. He sent wave after wave of his own men, you <laughs> know, after die. him, and, 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 yeah, to die, and they did not stop. <laughs> There's a scene like this in four yeah. where they're, you know, the cliche club where mm. everyone's dancing. And you know he's killing people on the dance floor. Yeah, not that that whole scene where um, they're in the continental in Japan, right? And it's all like, of course they're yeah. all friends, right? You know, everybody everybody in that game knows each other. So when <laughs> the high table, uh, like their assault starts, you just have, like you said, wave after wave of of soldiers of and like heavily armored soldiers as well, you know. <laughs> Not just like normal every like normal assassins and stuff like that. Like these fuckers are trained, like yeah. And yeah. and again, like nothing. He's just like there's a whole nunchuck scene that lasted like ten minutes of him just fucking people up with nunchucks. That was like <laughs> holy shit, what is going on? And then like the 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 the, the guards from the, the the continental, they were like ninjas and shit, just fucking people up left and right. The yeah, daughter with arrows, arrows, with arrows, ninja stars. they're shooting arrows. <laughs> just started there yeah it's a lot yeah. there's a there, the, the thing with john wick movies is that he, there's an underlining story mm-hmm. right like you said they know each other what's the history behind mm-hmm. that you know and it's it, it's it's begets spinoffs <laughs> you want to know <laughs> was it like a young john wick and a young uh guy in charge of the japanese continental were they like like competing against each other in terms of hitmen were they in war you know like yeah. it, it brings questions that that's what makes them the john wicks great because it feels like you're you're getting insight on a secret world that mm-hmm. no one really knows about but even then the secret world has secret stuff like why are all of the why are all of the 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 dispatchers for the assassins all like tatted up milfs you know what i mean like <laughs> why are they yeah, they, li- they legit <laughs> like take a straw on york boulevard in highland park <laughs> and that's all all the people there like you, that you see those are the fuckers working in the, as the call centers for the right the call network. center chicks yeah. like why yeah why are you guys all hot and sexy you know and fucking hipsters um, yeah <laughs> that's true and and i feel like that's also an aspect of of the films that that i enjoy is that it kind of as as every movie happens there's another mystery, right? Like, what would have happened? And then now we have the uh, the Continental prequel show, which on yeah. on Peacock, yeah. which is set in the seventies, I think, right? Something yes. something yeah. along those seventies or eighties. Yeah, seventies or eighties, mm. but you know, yeah, somewhere. And and it just again, it makes you think. Like, are they going to continue the storyline? Well, for sure, they're going to continue the John Wick storyline, but in what sense? You know, because neither yeah. of us truly believe that John Wick died, right? Spoiler. spoiler but yeah no i'm like it's traditional movie logic Mm. you don't see a body right you and you don't see the eyes close Mm. or something like that you you can't say he's dead or not yeah i'm at the point where it's like if you don't see them physically remove his head from his body He's not dead, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, that's where yeah, I'm yeah, at. Absolutely. <laughs> um, yeah, Boba Fett. Boba, yeah, we exactly. thought he was dead, and he came back. <laughs> you know, the Emperor. The, we thought he was the dead. The Emperor, yeah. Um, so, it, it 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 does introduce like a, a whole series of um, 
of characters and like basically a bunch of side quests that happen at one point and shit like that to to end to lend the mystique of it right of, of this whole character yeah. and this whole world they're building and like you were saying it's a secret world but like how much of a secret can it be if you're running down the street <laughs> and everybody's phone goes off alerting them that there's a bounty on your head you know like literally yeah. every yeah. person you pass has a phone and they're staring at you <laughs> that, that was the issue with the second one yeah. you remember that like uh, as soon as he comes he goes into like an open area everyone stops <laughs> and then looks at him i'm like whoa what the hell's going on like is everyone moonlighting as an assassin like how does this work yeah that's that's, that's where my my gripe comes with these films it's like it, seriously is everybody a goddamn assassin like like what and are there no world governments like that, that could step in and be like hey well, this is are there police <laughs> is there, like we well, saw the only time we saw police was the first, the first one, one yeah. it's like you're working john yeah like all right they, they were pretty much <laughs> hip to to the what was going on right they were like you're working yeah nah i'm not working just have a disagreement <laughs> just having a disagreement right but we don't you're right there isn't it feels like it would be a perfect time to have that investigator. Yeah. There's a secret world. All of my colleagues said I was insane, you know, played <laughs> by, uh, by some some French guy or something like that. Uh, have it be played by the, the chick who played Trinity. What's her name? Uh, Carrie Ann Moss? Uh, from... From. Carrie Ann <laughs> she, Moss, does she give that investigator feel? I mean, they already have li, li, uh, Lawrence Fishburne, so why not have, bring him oh, all back? Oh, you're right. right so. Holy <laughs> shit. You're, you're right. Why, dude? So why not? Cool. Why not have? Yeah. Just, just a, John Wick Five. Oh, exactly. They're finally. They're they're finally. <laughs> figuring, like, they're why are there? Out. Why is there like fifteen bodies found in the museum? <laughs> there's like, just, there's a hundred bodies that they found in this building. Like they they literally, <laughs> fucking exploded a building in New York in the middle of New York City and nobody said anything. Nobody said anything. Um, yeah yeah, no one saw anything no one said anything say see no evil stuff like that you know so it's to to say that the movies are fun and entertaining which you know admittedly that's what movies are supposed to be right ridiculousness over the top and fun and entertaining and stuff like that but I feel like it has to have you know, I, as I as I realize that I'm saying these words are coming out of my mouth, I realize how fucking ridiculous it sounds. But like, give me some some reality. <laughs> I you know? feel it. Give me some re- realism. <laughs> you know, come on. <laughs> like, like I feel it. There, I feel there it. are things that th- this this film introduced that uh, like these over the top action films from the past didn't didn't even bother. You know, something like a reloading. You know, like who, yeah. who would have imagined that if you add reloading to a, a shoot it, shoot 'em up film, it's gonna yeah. make all the difference. Who would have thought? <laughs> yeah. yeah, who would have thought? And you know, the decades upon decades of action movies being made, maybe stopping to reload <laughs> would, would add some immersion to it. Yeah, yeah, and and a stuff that that um, Keanu Reeves as an actor, say what you want about him, right? Maybe not the best. Well, not maybe. Definitely not the best. But. He's, he's always like shown a passion, you know, of understanding yeah. first craft and stuff like that. So I give him that. Um, and he, he always seems like he's up for play. Like even when in the silly films that he's done, like uh, uh, Bill and Ted, you know, those film franchises, yeah. uh, that film franchise. Yeah. Like he's, he's willing to play ball, which is which is what you want in an actor. And with him, he's been doing shit in John Wick, in the John Wick film series that people have been starting to use now. Like the, the magazine flip. You know, when he reloads, he, he flips yeah. it out. He, like, 
That shit, yeah. like he basically, I don't know if he invented that, but he for sure popularized that move. And now people are yeah, using it in real sure. life, you know? So Yeah, for sure. <laughs> <laughs> so it's cool to see that. And um Yeah, the, the John Wick four was just in an insane ride of nonstop like what's the body count on that shit on that fucking film? <laughs> A lot. <laughs> I don't know, like uh, hundreds of people. Hundreds like the whole staircase scene. It's like, why? Why isn't there just one person who happens to be walking their dog yeah. to come across this this master? <laughs> you know, if you want to nitpick that scene. But like back back to Keanu Reeves, yeah, uh, it's not a lot of people or not a lot of uh, celebrities. I feel like are one to one to how they are in the screen and in person. But like Keanu Reeves, I feel like is a one to one good person. That I've I've seen behind the scenes where. He's he's helping the crew, right? And then he's like, and the crew are, are like, he's helping them bring up a like a gear mm-hmm. up a hill, right? There's seen there's even those you know if you want to look it up, there's scenes where he's giving seats to people. He's taking the subway. I think the Matrix, I, I think it was the Matrix. No, it wasn't the Matrix. It was the one with um, uh, damn, I forgot his name, but it's some movie where he gave up part of his paycheck so that they could hire an an A list actor. I think as Al Pacino. They, oh, they, they didn't have woman? enough money. I, I think so. No, it's the one he's the devil's devil. advocate. I think that's devil's advocate. Yeah, mm. they didn't have enough money to hire him, and he gave up some of his paycheck to hire them, right? And then like just, just yeah, he, and he's, he's looking out for the small guy now, Pacino. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> but he seems this like poor he's, actor he seems like nobody a, knows about. And he really <laughs> needed the money, right, Al Pacino? <laughs> yeah, yeah, right for real. But I mean, the the and the fact that he likes to film in film. Not like digital stuff. Yeah. I know that's snobby, but there's not a lot of people who do that, who want to do that stuff. Mm-hmm. And he's very, like you said, he's very passionate and he's very willing to give up the small earnings he has for the bigger, bigger picture. Kind yeah, of definitely. Like John Wick as a person, you know, all obviously not, neither of us know him personally, but what we have seen of him, yeah. he ge- generally seems like a nice guy. And like, I'm sure there's yeah. stories of like, oh, he bought, you know, the whole crew a bunch of watches or he bought, you know, he had his, he's had, yeah, I think he actually did, right? Or something like he that, right? actually <laughs> did. Yeah, I think he picked that. Yeah, um, yeah, he seems like a one to one, like you know, never meet your heroes, mm-hmm. but I feel like he would be the one you're like, oh, he'd be pretty chill he'd about pretty, it. You know, yeah, he wouldn't be very, yeah, yeah. Um, so you know, overall, final thoughts on, on where the John Wick, the John <laughs> Wick movie, yeah, the John Wick film, where would you put or, or the saga? The saga, well, we don't know if it's an overall final. Oh, you're right, you're right. Uh, 7.5. 7.5. Yeah, I gotta be with with you there. You know, seven. Like with with movies like this, you already have to come in with the expectation of the acting probably isn't going to be that great. Storyline probably isn't going to be that great either. But you're gonna get what you what these movies um, advertise, yeah. and it's a lot of bullets, <laughs> a lot of killing, a lot of over the yeah. top killing and stuff like that. So yeah, yeah absolutely, <laughs> and that's where you get. <laughs> yeah, I feel like. That should be the the motto of Hollywood, right? You get what you get. You get what you get, exactly. <laughs> well, well, thanks for listening to Pops also. Enjoy what you heard and want to help us grow? Leave a rating or review on wherever you're listening to us. And for updates or more info on the show, check out our link tree in the description. I've been your host, like always, Joel, completed by my good buddy Ernesto. Hey, how's it going? I just see your AI thing just back and forth, back and forth, <laughs> back and forth. <laughs> Because <laughs> I'm excited. I'm moving around. <laughs> oh, man. Catch you next week on Pops Also.